If you're interested in enhancing your leadership and work-life harmony, evolving your life professionally and personally, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the You Evolving Now podcast with Andre Young. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the You Evolving Now podcast. I'm Andre Young, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today because today is exciting for two big reasons. One, it's our first episode, my first episode with having a guest. So super excited from that. And from now on, we'll have a guest once a month featuring leaders from around the world, helping you to evolve professionally and personally. The second big reason is that guest today is the awesome Justin Shank. He's a great friend of mine. He's an entrepreneur, a podcaster, and founder of the Growth Now Movement. Justin, welcome to the show. Andre, thanks, man. I'm excited about this conversation. I'm excited that you're adding guests to your show, and I'm honored that I'm the first one, man. This is going to be fun. Oh, yes, it is. And it's great to have you. I've thought about you know starting a podcast creating this. And then it just made sense to have leaders on the show since that's all my show is about is how to be a better leader professionally and personally. And I couldn't think of a better person as the first guest than you. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And you know, obviously I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. We've been friends for, I mean, how many years now? Time flies. Actually, something just came up in my Facebook time hop of you from two years ago. It's like we did a, we recorded a video like two years ago <laughs> announcing you as part of my event, which was however long ago now. But yeah, man, it's an honor. Thank you. It's, it's been quite a journey. Can you tell us the world about what the Growth Now movement is? Because I love the name. I'm, I'm all about evolution and growth. And your, the name of your mission, your vision, and your events are so fantastic. Tell us about the Growth Now movement. What is it? Yeah, man. So I'll try and make this as short as possible. It could be the longest story of all time, but I'll make it short. <laughs> I wanted to get into podcasting because I wanted to connect with individuals to learn how to be a better entrepreneur. And I was like, this is a great vehicle for me to interview people and learn. And, and this was four and a half years ago. At this point, I had three failed businesses. And I was like, I clearly, like, clearly I'm not very good at this entrepreneur thing. Let me learn. Let me really tap into people. And what ended up happening was five months before I launched the show, my mom lost her 20-year battle to opioids. And it completely changed my mindset, my direction, my understanding of what I wanted in life. Now, it didn't happen overnight, but it, over time changed because of that moment. And the show really became about personal growth and understanding that it's not about the end game. It's not about the end result. It's about incremental wins every single day and enjoying the journey, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if you look back at my life, you would look at me back when I was 16, 17 years old, and you would say, You've got no shot, kid. My dad was in jail. My mom was in the middle of her uh, addiction. I had a 1.7 GPA in high school at one point. Like it, it was all these crazy, terrible storm things. And I realized that it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters the choices you make today to grow into a better person tomorrow for yourself and for the world. And that really became the Growth Now movement is the understanding that, look, we can have, we can have all the goals of getting a million dollars or whatever. And, and that's great. Like I'm a big supporter in financial success for entrepreneurs. But here's the thing. I promise you, your goal is a million dollars. I want to become a millionaire. When you get there, you're going to go, okay, now how do I make 10 million? So the journey and the idea of what the Growth Now movement is, is to truly dive into how do I grow every single day into the person I need to be the day I die? Because the end of it, uh, the end of all of this, for all of us, we're all ending up in the same place, right? And that's death. 
And I don't mean to sound sad or terrible or all these things, but that's the fact. And so you better enjoy the journey. So many people are chasing things and they get there and then they're like, oh, that's it. So that's really what the Growth End Movement's about. I'm so glad that you said that because you made some very key points that I hope everybody took with them right there and what you mentioned. One is allowing your vision to evolve. You started it for one reason, but because of things happening personally, you allowed your vision to evolve. And most people are so married to what they initially started that they get rigid and then it fails and you have to allow it to evolve. The other key part you mentioned was death. February 13, 2013, I was on my deathbed and I only thought of two things on my deathbed. And because now I'm obviously here, that's what I choose to live every day. And the last nugget, you have the growth now movement. Mine is you evolving now. The thing we both have in common and what I want our listeners to really get is now. You can evolve. You can grow now, but it's a decision and you make conscious decisions to evolve your vision and your mission. That's awesome. Yeah, man. And it's so funny that you bring that up. And every time I think about it, because it's, you know, it's Andre and Justin, like when we're, when we're hanging out, it's not growth now and evolve now, but that's really has been our brand long before we met each other. And when we met it, like this makes sense. And because we realized that like, at least for me personally, I so much said, you know, one day, someday, yeah, I'll get there when. Mm-hmm. And I realized like that, that's not a thing. Like if I say I'll get there when, or like next week I'll get to it, it gets pushed to the next week, then the next week, then the next week. Mm-hmm. But if I can do something right now mm-hmm. to evolve, to grow, whatever word we want to use, that's all that matters. And so I adopted this idea of one, growing 1% every single day. You know how easy that is? If you can focus on growing 1% every single day, whether that's in your business, in your health, in your relationships, whatever, you're going to win long-term, right? It's the compound effect of the little things that we do because big goals are scary. Like they can be really, really scary. Like, you know, I host a live event pre-COVID and hopefully post-COVID. I host a live event and the ultimate goal is to sell an arena out. But if I went in and said, that's all I'm worried about. Let me sell the arena. Let me sell the arena. The vision's grand, but the steps are scary. And so I broke it down. I was like, let's, let's make it a slow growth thing. And hopefully five, six, 10 years from now, they sell out an arena and that's the game, right? Those small incremental wins of choosing now to make those decisions the right way, you're going to win long-term. And, and I know that's going to happen. And it's the power of language. And the listeners out there, I hope that you heard that Justin never said the word try. I talk about bully language all the time. That incremental success every day is going to lead to where you want to go. When you decide to do it, not when you try, not sometimes, not on a Monday when you were energetic, every day you grow a little bit. Let me ask you a question to get maybe the how part that you did, or maybe even a suggestion. Because you mentioned that we met a while back and a while back we were both employees Mm. and there's, I want to preface this. There's nothing wrong with being an employee. You and I had different aspirations to have our own. Now, at that time, you were an employee. You mentioned having three failed businesses, so you were always an entrepreneur in mind. What back then, when you were an employee, what was that drive and how, this is the important, how did you make it from being an employee to where you are now? Because there's listeners out there right now. They're an employee. They're working a job, maybe a job they love, maybe a job they hate. They have bigger ideas. They have a bigger dream that's not related to their job. How do they get out of that job 
to do their dream? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, the drive came from the idea that I wanted ultimate freedom in my life. Like I wanted to wake up happy every day. And for me personally, again, like, look, there are plenty of people who, and you hit on this, but I want to hit on it again. There are plenty of people who are employed who are happy. And that's the important part. Like that's what we really are talking about here. Like when we talk about evolving, we talk about growth, like, well, how do you tap into that happy? Right. I just wasn't happy. And I said, I want to, I want to wake up happy every day. I want to have the freedom to do what I want, when I want, wear what I want, when I want. It was funny. I signed a contract with the client and part of it was to dress professionally. I go, you need to take that out of the... I don't know what that means to you, but you need to take that out of the contract because if I want to wear a t-shirt, I want to wear a t-shirt. By the way, I would have purposely handed over $15,000 in this contract if they didn't take that out. So those little things for me were the important part. That was the why. Like That was my drive when I was an employee. The how is a completely different story. So when I was working full-time, I was also building my business on the side. I was nowhere near ready to financially say, okay, I've replaced this income with this income. And my employer at the time decided to end my contract with them for reasons not to be discussed only because it wasn't due to bad performance. And so <laughs> you chuckle because you know. Um, but you know, I was essentially fired from my job. And here's the big thing. Mindset is so important. and at the same time that I had gotten fired, I got asked to speak in an event, not as an entrepreneur, like how to build a business, but how to grow a podcast because my podcast was very successful at the time, but I didn't know how to do business again. And so I, I, so I was like, I'll let you know because I had to pay my own way. I had to pay my flight. I wasn't getting paid to speak, all these things, but I was broke and I was fired. And I was like, what do I do? And I decided to adopt an abundance mindset. And I said, yes, even though I didn't know how I was going to afford it, honestly, like it was like, okay, pay for the trip. Hopefully, I can find a way to make money to pay rent. And so I went down, went to this event, and I ended up getting a drink with one of the other speakers named Mike Kim. And Mike Kim and I had a discussion about thinking bigger, getting out in the right mindset, understanding your worth, and all these what true abundance mindset is. Um, And within the next three weeks, I made $22,000. It was the most I'd ever made in a month. It was like ridiculous, like crazy amounts of money. But the how began with a mindset of understanding that I'm, number one, I am worthy. Number two, I'm abundant. Even if I don't have the funds, I must say yes to make sure I'm in the right room, which leads me to the second part, being in the right room and surrounding yourself with the right people. To understand that every single conversation I have, every single person I allow in my space and their energy in my space all feeds into who I am. So I need to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with the right people. Right? I'm not going to go to the people that aren't, have that stinky mindset of, you know, I'm, I'm okay with instead of that constant growth mindset. That's why I'm friends with you because we have a very similar mindset to go, what's next? What's next? And so you need to make sure people are feeding your soul. And number three is to take action. I realized for many, many years, and part of the reason I failed as an entrepreneur before is because I was the ultimate student, but the worst action taker. I constantly learned. I constantly read books. I constantly listened to podcasts and attended events and did all these things that a lot of people do to feed that little ticker inside. They're like, yeah, I'm excited now because I went to an event, but I didn't take any action. But then I was put into a place, my back up against the wall where I had to take action. And I realized that it was as simple as a couple phone calls, a couple reach outs, a couple whatevers that then landed $22,000 in business in three weeks. Now, is that a normal three week thing? No, it was an epiphany of you've got this. It was the universe saying, Congratulations, you finally figured out the steps you need to take. Now keep going. But I would say those are the three things. Well, and I love that too, because as an entrepreneur, when you find a person that will pay, especially a high ticket price, I was like, there are billions of people in the world. If one person will pay, more will pay. Yep. And I don't need all you know, six billion to do it. 
You just need a few of them too. And you made such a great point because at some point through your entrepreneurship, you will be the only one that might believe in you. You have to believe in you so much and know you are not going to fail because of your consistent effort. So congratulations on you. And those of you who are listening, please take heed to Justin's nuggets right now that he's giving because it's life-changing when you can do these things consistently. You made a great point of the people you choose to surround yourself with. You as a podcaster, and I've watched your growth, no pun intended, the growth (laughs) now, you know, over the past few years of doing your podcast. Now, as we evolve as people, people always talk about, well, you might have to cut people out of your life. And I don't necessarily agree with all that. I think, I know, there's very few times where you'll have to cut people. However, you may have to modify how you hang out with old friends. Because a lot of times they're your friends because they've been your friends. You hang out because you used to hang out. But those are the people you'll trust when the stuff hits the fan. So Mm -hmm. modify how you hang out with them. But the important part and what you mentioned is adding great people to your life. And as a podcaster, you have interviewed juggernauts, people of influence, powerful people of impact throughout the world. How has that impacted you? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it's been everything. Like it's, it's completely changed my life. Now, I do have the great opportunity to interview some amazing human beings, titans of their industry, people who've really mastered their craft. And again, that evolution of going from student to action. Now, keep in mind, before, before this even became a full-time thing, I was podcasting for almost two years. And so it became like, uh, I was still that student, right? And it was really about putting the action to the words, but then we're surrounding myself with these people. So I went from, let me learn from them to how do I make sure they're in my circle? How do I make sure they, I have a relationship with them? Mm. When you look at the speaker lineup of my events, it's game changing. People like you, people like Natalie Jill, Fabio Viviani, like these titans of their industry, Anthony Trucks, like these incredible human beings who are the top of their craft, right? These people are also my friends. And I don't say that to brag. I don't say that to impress, but I say that to impress upon that no matter, like people listening, that no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, you can start to surround yourself with the right people by positioning yourself the right way. And so this podcast has been the absolute game changer for me, not even from an education standpoint, but from a proximity standpoint, to understand that being in the room with these people, being friends with them, automatically lifts you up. And I love what you said, where you didn't have to choose to cut people out of your life. One of two things is going to happen. You will either modify how you hang out with them, or they'll find their way out of your life. Mm. It's never a harsh whatever. Like if it, the really toxic people, they will, they will dissipate. They will disappear from your life when you start to put the people with the right mindset around you because your mindset changes. And then when your mindset's positive and you hang out with a negative person and you refuse to let that negativity affect you, they're going to disappear or they're going to become mm-hmm. positive, one or two, right? And so it's like a weird, it's a weird thing. But yeah, man, to go back to the question, it's been everything. If nobody were listening to my podcast, and I'm fortunate that my podcast does well, but if nobody was listening to my podcast, I'd still do it because the relationship game is ridiculous. I can connect with anybody I want pretty much. There's a few people I can't get a hold of. They're, they're on a pedestal. I'm, I'm trying. You'll um, get it. But I can connect to pretty much anybody I want. And then the weird part is, man, we connect on such a great level, we become friends. And that's when the game change starts to happen. And I love that you mentioned that because what rung my bell as you spoke 
is that we don't let busy beat us. Too many of us let busy beat us because not everybody's going to be a podcaster like you to have this forum or stage. So for our listeners, if you are listening, you may not be running a podcast. However, there are many ways that you can add to your life and that becomes a decision. You get off of your job or whatever you're doing and you sit on that couch or you're carting kids around. I've had to get creative and say, who do I want in my circle? And once a month, I put that in my calendar and I send out, I've send out a text to you, send out a text to about 20 guys. Hey, I'm going to have a cigar at Cigar International. Hope you can make it. Whether one person shows up or 20 shows up, I know I'm in for a great time, a great experience. And although I'm hanging with great people, I always walk away with fantastic ideas, motivated, inspired, because that's my rule. If I, before I go to something, while I'm there and after I left, do I feel lucky, inspired, motivated, idea filled and fun? Mm. And that's game changing. So as a listener, please don't let busy beat you and widen your circle of influence. With everybody that you have interviewed, what are one to three gems that have, from an interview, from a relationship doing this, that has just been an epiphany that has changed your life? Yeah, so I'll I'll give you two. One is something that I gained personally through the connections. And the second one is what I've learned from people I've interviewed. So the first thing is to truly give unconditionally. This is the thing that I've learned over the time of my podcast because I realized that So I'll tell you what happened. I ended up creating friendships with these people that most people hold up on on a pedestal, right? And somebody had asked me to speak at an event and they said, we see what you're doing. We want you to speak on relationship building. How do you build relationships? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was just doing it naturally. And when I sat down and broke down what was happening with these relationships, it was, I was giving unconditionally, meaning I wanted to be, I wanted to support these individuals uh, in whatever they were doing without any condition or anything in return. And so the first thing was, how do I give unconditionally, truly, unselfishly, and not expect anything in return, but give and support? And now most people listening are going, well, Justin, I don't have anything to give. Like You might be able to make great connections because you know so many people, et cetera, and all of these things. But I had, I had a conversation with the great Ed Milet, who's become a friend of mine. Um, and he goes, you know, Justin, it's funny. People like myself and Grant Cardone and like these masters of the entrepreneur space, he goes, nobody ever asks us what we need. And then to take it a step further, the last thing people tell us is that they love us, appreciate us and do all these things other than maybe, hey, we really like your motivation. Most of the time people come at them and say, hey, can you help me with? And so if you just change the narrative with what can I help you with or I'm here to support you, what can I do? It immediately will tell you what you can do for them. So it's not necessarily you need to have something before you give. Ask what they need and find a way to give it. Can we time out for one second? Because I want that to digest in people's mind and spirit. So many times we're focused on either what we need, what we want to give. And I've always said that we can love lazy. We entrepreneur lazy because we had an idea. We want to push it. This is the way I like loving. This is the way I like leading. And we do it. It's just human nature. Asking people, asking organizations, whatever your product idea is. I love what you just said. What do you want to get out of bringing something like this in? What do you want to get out of our relationship? What do you want to get out of anything? What is it that you need? And then you address your superpower to that. You marry your superpower with what other people need. And that's how relationships, life, and winning is done. 
That is such a monumental gift and nugget that you just bestowed on our people. So thank you so much for that. No, for sure. You know, and it, and it's true. And like, I think that's, that's changed my life. Number one, number two, there's a question that I ask pretty much everybody that's been on my show. It's a two part question. And first I say, what's your definition of success? And then I say, what are three things you do every single day to ensure that success for yourself? The definition of success is always a variance. There's always a little bit of difference. There's always difference in their answer. But the second part, the three things they do, they may be different, but there's, some, there's a common tie to all of them. And that is to take care of themselves. The three things they do is to fill their own cup every single day, whether it be meditation, working out, gratitude journaling, whatever. It was, it's always something that fills their cup. And the realization of, I can't pour from an empty cup, right? And to take it even a step further is, what's in my cup is for me. What overflows is for everybody else. And going back to the abundance mindset thing, if I'm not abundant, I've got nothing to give anyway. So I might as well make sure I'm abundant, right? Mm -hmm. And so to realize that the common thread between everybody, and look, keep in mind, I've had comedians on, I've had entrepreneurs, I've had actors, I've had all these people on my show, but the common thread is self-care. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't take care of anybody else. And I realize that being selfish is the most selfless thing that we can do when it comes to our own success, our own growth, our own happiness is to go out there, take care of ourselves first, and the rest will take care of itself. And that's so important, especially now with COVID. You mm. have so many more people working remotely, which means they're at home with their kids, their dog, their, their uh, husbands or wives. Uh, and then when workday ends, they close the laptop and there's no decompression travel home time anymore. So it's right from one thing to another, one role to another so quickly with this breakneck pace. And it was already difficult for most people to take care of themselves and put themselves first for whatever reason. And now it's even harder because of what I just mentioned. So that self-care, the leaders that you, you get to interview and be around and have relationships with, they give unconditionally and they do self-care. Wow. Justin... Can you tell everybody in closing about the Growth Now Movement Live? Because I love the event. I love what it's going to be. I love the impact that it has. Can you tell us about it and how people can get involved with it? Yeah, man. Thanks for the opportunity to talk about this because it's, it's truly been my passion from the very beginning. I knew I wanted to create community. I knew I wanted to bring the opportunity that I have to have conversations with people like you to a live event, uh, to have people connect and everything like that. And so last year, 2019, so last year in May, uh, we had our first one and it was, it was stellar. You were part of it as a movement maker and we had speakers and all these other things. And the second year was supposed to be in May of this year. So we were supposed to do a live event in May. Obviously, everybody knows about COVID. I tried to push it to September. COVID's still here. And so we've switched to virtual. And here's the thing. I know there's a lot of virtual things going on. I understand that you can sign up for anything, go do anything. All, there's a ton of opportunity for this. And so I was kind of anti-virtual for a while. I was like, I don't really want to do that. I don't know how I feel about that. And I found a, a way, I found a, a platform for me to build something that creates the energy, the space, the human connection, all the things that were important about Growth Now Movement Live virtually. So it's now the Growth Now Summit, a virtual experience, which happens at the end of this month, September 25, 26, where you'll be one of the keynotes speaking on leadership and, and all these things. And so... This event is a true game changer for any entrepreneur, entrepreneur, anybody who's trying to find out what happiness is in their life. And we're going to give them the tools, truly the tools, the tactics 
the things they need to implement into their life to then build the life that they want. So we have Natalie Jill, who's going to talk about building a multiple seven-figure business online. We have Brooks Hahn. Look, I know there's a lot of people who want to be a coach, who want to be a mentor. Brooks Holland's going to talk about building that multiple six-figure coaching business. We have Chris Van Vliet, a four-time Emmy winner, talking about niching down and understanding who your market really is. We have Andre Young, the great Andre Young, talking about leadership and how to truly do it. Not only lead a team, but lead yourself. I think that's the key that, that I think that's what you really bring to the game a lot of times is the understanding that like, look, if you're not leading yourself, you can't lead anybody else. And I think that's massive. And we're going to really do a deep dive on relationships. Like, How do we build the right relationships? How do we make sure we surround ourselves with the right people? How do we make sure our love partner is the right person to be with? How do we make sure that if we don't have that significant other, how do we find the right person to support us in this crazy entrepreneurial journey that we all do? And so it's going to be an amazing day and a half virtually. The neat part is I understand people are busy, especially when they're home, kids, school, all the other things. It'll be available for 30 days after the event too. And so I'm just really excited about it. And it's super easy to grab a ticket. It's gnmlive.com slash virtual. They can go there, sign up, grab their tickets. They can see the lineup. They can see the schedule. It's all there. I'm excited about it because there's also going to be networking, yoga, meditation, all these things that I didn't know I could bring virtually. And now I can. Uh, and that's why it's going to be super exciting. Uh, I love it. And obviously, I will be there. And I hope everybody listening will grab a ticket because. It- Things like this don't come around all the time. There's a lot of things you can go to. This one is powerful, life-changing, and why the heck not? Let's do it. Let's grow. Let's evolve and grow now and evolve now. Justin, thank you so much for being on. It's a pleasure having you, especially as our first guest. Everybody listening, thank you for listening, and I hope you took some gems and not only took them, but are prepared to do them starting right now. Guys, thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Justin, you are the man. Dude, thank you. I hope today's podcast resonated with you, allowing you to enhance your leadership and work-life harmony. If you like this, you're going to love everything at youevolvingnow.com. That's Y-O-U evolvingnow.com. I look forward to being of value and of impact to your organization, to your leaders, your employees, your teams, and you. Enjoy your evolution.